Welcome to Dependisplaining. The podcast. The podcast where we tell you what you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. And we try to fix it for you via this podcast. Yeah. Because we have all the answers. Always. Yes. If you have the answers, you should email us. You should. With your answers. You should. At dependisplaining at gmail.com. Or the Facebook or the Twitter or the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Which was, I was I was on Instagram earlier using the filters. <laughs> yes. Oh, they're fun. They're hilarious. Yes. Some yeah. of them are really, yeah, very entertaining. I was doing the eyelashes. Oh, those are fun. Yeah. I uh, like to see what I look like with pretend eyelashes on. Yeah. Much easier than putting your own on. I cannot put them on at all. I went to a make- makeup tutorial last week that our, um, our friend Allie hooked us up with. and Or hooked me up with, I should say. But... I tried to put on lashes. I attempted my right eye about four times. It just kept peeling off. And so I just yanked them both off. I was like, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I can't take this anymore. I can't live like this. If you can put on fake eyelashes, you have some serious talent. Mm-hmm. Like for real. Yep. It real. is. I, I just don't even know. Hey, Jen. Yes. Are you a negative Nancy? Um, no. Are you? Not all the time. Are you a hater? Do you poop out at parties? <laughs> no way. I'm not a party pooper. Okay. I like to have fun at parties. Okay. Because nobody likes a negative Nancy, you no. know? Remember, I don't know if you guys, if you ever watched the SNL, Debbie Downer, the, there was a character on there called Debbie Downer, and she would basically poop out at parties. Like, she would make everyone, like, really sad. Everybody would be happy. She'd be like, did you know that plastic bags kill people or whatever like some random fact like that random depressing fact very depressing fact yeah yeah that's that's not a way to live your life what about that spouse when you're like oh my god i just got orders to blah blah and they're like i was there and i hated it yeah how does that make you feel we have all met at least one in our life now and they are the worst yeah they just make you feel terrible all the time you're really excited about this thing and your your new place you're gonna live or if you're just getting a new car or you're getting a you're moving to a different house at the same place and Mm -hmm. they just crap all over it they crap all over it yeah like a pigeon in the city which then it's like then you start second guessing yourself you're like well maybe Mm-hmm. Maybe I should be excited anymore. Maybe they're right. Maybe this is not good. Yeah. And that's not okay. It's not okay. Don't be like that. Don't be like that. And also, if you encounter somebody, remember that it's their own opinion. Yes. And it's not a very nice opinion to say because that's they're seeing the glass half empty. Yeah. They're not seeing it full or more room for more water. Yeah. More possibilities. So what... Are, like, the characteristics that you've encountered from a negative Nancy Mill spouse? Well, seeing any situation in a negative way, like, only finding the negatives of that situation, whatever it is. I've had, um, and I, I've been there. I've, I've done it, too, unintentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really try to focus on the good. Uh, we were stationed in Montana, and that was probably that's probably on the list of worst bases in the Air Force to mm-hmm. be stationed at. We enjoyed our time there. Yes, there are some negative 
aspects of it, um, maybe where it's at, the location. But other than that, there is lots of positives. And I tried to take that away from my experience there and try to pass that on to other people. And uh, just the other day, I met somebody that was stationed in uh, Mina, which is probably like one of the top ones. Oh, my She goodness. said she enjoyed her time so much there. That yeah. there was so much to do on base and even off base. I've heard that too. Yeah. I have heard really good things just of like the community in Minot mm-hmm. um, and everything too. And even just the pe- the local people that live around there. Um, I've heard they're just very friendly and mm-hmm. very helpful. Um, yeah, that type of thing. I just think people see it as this like, I don't know if it's like a small base or... How big uh, it is? I don't know. I, yeah. I think it's not huge, but I not too tiny. Yeah, but still, um, I, to me, I just think of all the snow, the snow and the cold. Yeah, and I think that's what people think because honestly, now that I think of it, I've never met anybody who's been stationed there that didn't like it. Right. Yeah, we had a few friends that were stationed there and they enjoyed themselves. I think my neighbor's from there. Yeah, she's I've, from there. So honestly, anytime I've like heard someone or if Dave's told me about somebody who's lived there uh, before, they've had nothing but good things to say about it. Yeah. Sure, the cold sucks, yeah, because you're living in, what, just feats of snow and negative degree weather and yeah, whatnot, but uh, it's, I've heard it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't think I could do it because um, snow. Yeah. I think there's a way to approach that. Like if you've had something, a bad encounter with a place, maybe say like focus on the positives and then be like, well, my experience, I did have experience where I I didn't enjoy myself because of whatever, you know, if you want to disclose that or not. But we have friends that were stationed here in England that were looking forward to their arrival here in England and were super excited. And then they got here and they received bad news and they it, it soured the rest of the uh, tour here mm-hmm. and the way they left it soured the tour here yeah um and that was but they still look back and they they miss it and they have fond um memories of being stationed here but it's like overall their experience they had a lot of negatives while they were here mm-hmm. um so it depends on the experience you have yeah, so, yeah, things like that can really sour your look on it, and you can just, yeah. you'll be that person who is counting down the days until they get to leave. Mm-hmm. And it sucks that it gets to that point. I have heard of people who've had nothing but bad luck the entire time, just from the the moment they get uh, to the space mm-hmm. to the moment that they finally get to leave. It's like they're just constantly stuff happening, and you know, it's not a, always your fault. You know, right. obviously things happen and, you know, your car breaks down or like, me. yes, your house gets broken into not or, me. you know, different things like that. Or you're trying to pick up your car and you can't pick up your car from VPC because then it's your spouse who's on the name and, mm-hmm. you know, fiascos that happen that are kind of out of con- your control. Yeah. But besides that, you kind of, you put out the energy that you're going to get that back. That you're going to get back. So you're going to put out all that negative energy constantly and hate yeah. where you are because you've had some bad stuff in the beginning. It's just going to continue to be bad. Right. You get out. You get what you put out. Exactly. And it's like just picture yourself being really excited about an assignment you're mm-hmm. going to go to. And then you meet somebody and they're like shitting all over the the 
the post or yeah. or the base, you know, or the camp, and they're you're like, what? Why? Why are you telling me this? Like, God, what are we getting ourselves into? And then you go home to your spouse, your active duty spouse, and you're like, Oh my gosh! Like, I just heard all this, and it's like you're already going with a set with a mindset that's like, this isn't going to be good because so and so told me that they hated it there and it was mm-hmm. awful, and they would never go back. So it's hard. So yeah. So. Like we have suggested before, when you get you, you know, you first get your PCS orders and you're so excited and you know where you're going. Mm-hmm. And so you go to those Facebook pages and you want to get on the spouse's pages and, you know, be like, hey, we're moving here. Mm-hmm. You know, we see it all the time out here. And uh, people just use that as an imp- as a way to like just throw out all the negativity oh, of where you are. Complain about everything. This Holy morning cow. I was reading about TLF because on an Air Force base now TLF is not funded by the government. They are they now they're uh, non-funded, so they like make, set their own rates, which are higher than what the military will pay you. They for. went up. A lot, and it's like it's really for a room. Like you don't even have breakfast. Like you can yeah. you can sleep and eat cheaper at this you is know not the Hilton guys. Yeah, well, you could probably sleep and eat breakfast. You can cheaper for you know at the Marriott or the Hilton. But anyways, you know, complaining about that, complaining about the the conditions of the room. It's like yeah, sometimes you're not gonna be able to get something that's as comfortable as your own home. Mm-hmm. or as you would pay at a luxury hotel and or the accommodations off base people people live different ways in different in different countries and different states everything's different you know it's just people's like well they didn't have a broom to clean the house and <laughs> it's like i don't i don't know i find it so silly like those little things that people nitpick it's like some of it's not in it's not in your control and there's nothing you can do some of it is in your control, and then you should just fix that. You should fix that part that is in your control. You don't have a broom in the room? Guess what? They sell them Yeah, at you, the BX you can walk or the down. PX or the exchange or whatever you want to call you it. You can walk down there because you're going to need one anyway when you move into your house because that's the first thing I always that's buy. the first thing, yeah. Is a new broom. Yes, this is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I saw that too, and it's just... I mean, you can be frustrated and it's fine. Like, sometimes, sure, some of the living conditions that military families have to be put through, yeah, it kind of sucks. Like, mm-hmm. mold in houses that doesn't ever get fixed. It just gets covered oh, up. Oh, no. And, yeah, you know, sometimes TLF sucks big time, but it's only temporary, thankfully. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you won't have to stay very long. Mm-hmm. Um Be grateful that you got in a spot at Pet TLF because if you have a pet and trying to get TLF spots – it's um, near impossible to do. Yeah. Uh, when we moved to the UK, we had a border dog. We couldn't even get a pet TLF room. Oh. We were lucky enough to get a TLF room because they were fully booked when we had first tried to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think what leaving families have priority. Yes. So, you know, coming in, it's, you know, it's every man for themselves. Slim pickings. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a hard thing to do. Um, and it sucks, but you just kind of have to, you got to go with it. You got to know it's temporary, like you yeah. said. You got to know it's temporary. You're not going to be in there for long. And then you'll be in your own home where you can complain about something else, you yeah. know, about it not being perfect and... The radiator's leaking and... <laughs> and your toy room floods. Oh, no. Lindsay. <laughs> oh, that's Lindsay. The, that's what Lindsay's going through right now. She was telling us this morning. She's at work, by the way. Um, that her, her kids' room, her playroom flooded because the radiator... 
um, they didn't cap it off right, and so it was leaking water everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she still had a smile on her face, and she's like, I'm going to go to work and talk about the book club, and I'm going to read you this book or bring you this book so you can read it. Yes. She seemed happy. And then I was like walking out, and I was like, my house is a mess. And she's like, I was like, well, it's not floody mess, but it's just kid mess. <laughs> I was like, sorry, I didn't mean to be that wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my problem's bigger than yours. <laughs> yeah, I hear your problem, but guess what? Here's my problem. Yeah, yeah. One of those too, right? One of those spouses too. It's like, oh, my husband's been gone for a week, and it's like mine's been gone for six months. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you never know. I mean, you miss them just the same. You, you know? do, no matter how many times they go yeah. or how long they go for, and yeah, it, yeah, it sucks. We can't help but think that way sometimes when we hear somebody else complaining that their husband's been gone. Like, I was reading one one time, and it's like, my husband's been gone. You know, he works for, he or she works for 15 hours a week, and I was like, mine works for 24, and I don't think for an entire day. (laughs) Yeah, you go a whole day every other day without one. Yeah, but then there's there's other shifts in the fire department where they go, like, two days without seeing their families. Yeah. And then they're home for, like, three or four days. Yeah. It's like, mine's every other day. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Your husband's never home, I feel like. Well, he – thankfully, it's slowed down a lot yeah. and everything now. But, yeah, he was, like, one year – like, what, last year the year before, it was just gone constantly. constantly. So much. I think he was gone more than he actually was here yeah. for the whole year. I remember once he was gone for, like, six weeks, I think was yeah. the most. Yeah. Yeah, just gone. Bye. I was like, okay, we'll yeah. see you when we see you. Yeah. Just have living the dream, <laughs> staying at five star hotels. Yeah, nobody feels sorry for him. No, don't feel sorry for him. Yeah, going to five star resorts. And, and then every now and then he you know has to get back into military reality of like sleeping in a tent. So <laughs> I think okay. that was Kyle's last TDY. He had to Knock sleep him back into it. <laughs> in a tent. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor guys. Yeah, but I do. I know, and I don't mean to like judge other wives and be like, oh yeah, okay, your life is just so hard. Your husband's gone for two <laughs> days, but it's just because we've we're kind of seasoned, so we've yeah. been through a lot of TDYs and deployments mm-hmm. and them leaving. So we're kind of like, you know, oh, what's like three days? It's great. Then I actually get to miss you, and then you get to come back, and I'll be like, oh, I, I really appreciate you being here. Yeah. Sometimes I hear about these younger you know, dependents, younger spouses that are, like, complaining about a schedule. I'll be like – and I, I bite my tongue and I don't say anything. I'll be like, mm-hmm. you have no idea. No, you don't. Yeah, you have no idea. Just like, you know, we're Air Force wives and I'm sure some um, Army spouses are listening. They're like, you have no idea. And some Marine spouses are like, you have no idea. Yeah. And then the Navy's like, you have no idea. And then we're like, none of us have any idea. We don't. We don't know. Nobody knows. Yeah, nobody knows anything. We all go through different struggles, that's for sure. Uh, but knowing to not be that negative Nancy mm-hmm. with those struggles is so much better. Yeah. Uh, I, I know, like, when we first got orders over to the UK was my first thing. Get on a spouse's page and just be like, okay, uh, just, you know, tell me all the details. What, where, you know, like, what should I do about living? Like, where's mm-hmm. the best places? Things like that. Just your typical thing that everybody always mm-hmm. asks. I got so many messages from military spouses that were Did like, you, really? you need to live on base. It's so much better. The houses are bigger. You get American-sized fridge. You get, regular, you know, washer, dryer, and things, and everything's a little bit bigger on base, and then blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it constantly was live on base. Live on base. No. Don't live in the, don't live on the economy. Don't do this. Don't, don't live, live in, in this locals. area. It's like, yeah. oh, my gosh, like. 
thank you for telling me, you know, opinions on, like, you know, well, this area is kind of sketchy and stuff, but mm-hmm. but constantly just being, like, because you get an American-sized fridge or because you might get a bigger washer-dryer because, you know, it's America, mm-hmm. live here, and it's like, no. Like, no. have some, like, legitimate reasons why you yeah. are not liking somebody. It's like... Oh, this one area is a little, uh, they've had a lot of break-ins lately. Yeah. So just be careful or, you know, whatever. But not just because, like, I need my American-sized fridge. No, I don't. It's okay. I can suffer without it. Yes. I I don't have an American fridge, and my fridge is bigger than what we had when we were in America. Your fridge is so nice. That's because we bought it. Like, we bought it used, but Mm -hmm. still, hopefully we'll get some of the money back. Yeah. It's it is nice and uh, sure yeah the refrigerators here they kind of suck they're like <laughs> tall skinny things I, I don't even know how to describe them but you can't fit a lot of food in them Mm-mm. and but people go shopping like every day yeah when we were stationed in, okay. when we were stationed in Belgium our house had a built-in fridge into the cabinet um, and uh, it was just a fridge there was no freezer in it I don't think no there was no freezer in it. And it was probably the half of the sizes your fridge portion. Yeah, that was what we were expected to use in the house. And then we ended up we we ended up getting a loaner fridge, and it only fit in our garage. It wouldn't fit in the house, and it would stop working when it was too cold. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, it was fun times. So we really had to plan for our food. Like yeah. luckily, it was just Kyle and me. We didn't have the kids yet, and so we were able to like plan out. Sometimes we would just put drinks and like leftovers in there. Yeah. And then uh, it'd be so cold outside, it'd stop working. But it was cold enough to keep the food. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, oh, we got to hurry because the temperature's going to rise soon. And we got to get in there before the fridge doesn't work again. So, but yes. What were we saying about negative Nancy's? We don't like them. <laughs> you just bring everybody down. <laughs> and you can have an opinion. Down. That's totally fine. Everybody has their opinions. And you do go through hardships and stuff too. So, yeah, it can kind of... It, it will turn you off of a place, that's for sure. But yes. that doesn't mean you have to use your negative happenings and to tell everyone about mm-hmm. the negative. And why you're going to hate this place, this location. Yeah. Yeah. This is why you um, have your community of friends to be able to vent with them and talk to them and tell them the negative things you're going through it's like hopefully they will understand you know it does get old after a while just hearing somebody just constantly be negative and not not find maybe a silver lining in in the situation but that's you know that's going to be in your group of friends that you have but as far as you like meeting someone new and that's how you approach them it's going to really put them off it's really going to throw them off and no one's going to have a good time no, it's I, – I don't like being friends with people like that. It's just very exhausting, mm-hmm. honestly. You – I it's – it takes a lot of energy to be negative. And then it really brings the, everybody down. Mm-hmm. I Like, I'm really sensitive with emotions, so when people are, like, really bringing it down, it's like I get, I get brought mm-hmm. down and I get tired and I'm like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. You need to be happy. Be happy. <laughs> just find a positive – yeah. You can have a negative. It's totally fine. But find a positive out of it, too. It's like, yeah. well, this, like, really sucks. Like, oh, I 
I have too many doors in my house, but at least I can I can close them off and that room will be warmer. There you go. See? Yeah. I have too many doors. Why is there so many doors? Why is everything sectioned off mm-hmm. in rooms? Because the smaller the space, the warmer it gets. Yes. Which is, it's, it is nice because, yeah, I can close up my living room mm-hmm. and my living room will get nice and warm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, there yes. you go. Um, another, another encounter I've had is um, I know, and I know last last episode we were making fun of Floridians, but not really. We were, yes, we were. We were making fun. <laughs> and <laughs> the it was stereotype of the Floridians. stereotype. But we made fun of other states as well. But it's like stuff like like I had a few times where I'm like, oh, I'm from California, and they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. It's like, why are you sorry that I'm from California? I had one girl's like, oh, we can't be friends. I'm sorry. I just hate Californians. It's like, why? Why would you say that to me? If I wouldn't have like. I wouldn't have told you where I was from. Like, you, we wouldn't have known, like, why? Why would you say something like that? I would never tell you, be like, oh, you're from Texas. I'm sorry. We can't be friends. I'm sorry you're from Texas. I really hate those five-gallon hats that everybody wears all the time and the horses you ride, so I can't be friends with you. I hate how you're always on your horse. Yeah. (laughs) I hate how big your hair has to be all the time, so we can't be friends. The bigger the hair, the closer to God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... I... Jen, where are you from? I'm from Arizona. Where? I can't say that. I hate you. Good. (laughs) I hate Arizona. It's so hot. Me too. There's so many cactus. Yeah. They're so prickly. Yeah. And green. pricks. Yeah, they're such pricks. There's a lot of pricks in Arizona. They're just standing out there in the desert like a fork. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna What are you gonna stab with that fork? There's no stake up in the sky. What are you, you never doing? Know. Yeah. Never know. Gosh, you guys have so many lizards and snakes and the snakes, so much yeah. sand. Tarantulas. Ugh. I know. Yeah. I would hate me too. I guess I totally would. I understand. Yeah. See, it's like <laughs> you're like beating a dead horse. Why? Uh, I don't understand that. It's like, I hate the college that's in your town. Yeah. My college from my hometown is way better. Yeah. But it's not. You're from California? I don't like the color of your sunsets. (laughs) (laughs) They're too fucking orange. (laughs) Where's the pink and the purple? Yeah. Okay? Where where all the pinks and purples go? Why is it so orange? It's like unnatural. (laughs) Why is everyone so tan there? I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Why are you always trying to save the trees and the turtles? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's just that's the most ridiculous reason to not be friends with somebody don't be that spouse okay yeah that's so stupid yeah this is where why you should keep your mouth shut in your politics too yes yeah until you become really good friends with somebody there's really no reason to voice your strong opinions about Mm -hmm. that honestly Mm -hmm. yeah unless you're uh, you know like you said if you're a good friend and you're able to like really listen to the other person's opinion and you and you can give your opinion with them. And not get to- offended. Yeah, and don't get offended. It's fine. Lindsay gives us her political views sometimes, and it's fine. Like, I don't I don't mind that she's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lindsay. I love you. <laughs> that was really weird. <laughs> I accept her for <laughs> her wrongness. 
I love her with all her flaws. <laughs> no, but see, we can still manage to be friends because I respect her opinion. Yeah, and it's because it's not affecting you. It's no. their choice. And it's honestly, it's a good conversation. Yes. Yeah. Same thing with religion. It's a nice intellectual conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can be friends with people who are not into your same religion. Yeah. It's totally fine. Be be um be curious about their religion if they're like willing to open up to you and share their their experience. I have a friend um uh that I met in Montana. She is Mormon. And I was super curious cuz I didn't know they had they wore layers under their clothes. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that so one time we were sitting outside and she was like Wearing jeans, right? And we were like, it was boiling hot outside. And, and she said, oh, my gosh. She's like, I'm, you think you're hot? Like, I have three layers on. And I was like, oh, my God, why? And she told me. And I was like, it kind of, like, she didn't, she's like, well, I have this. And then I have my, whatever she wore under, underneath it. And I didn't ask her anymore, you know. And then later on, I was like, I'm really curious. Like, can you explain to me? She's like, sure. And she was, t- she went into depth about her religion and, like, what she has to follow and yeah it was really beautiful like i love listening to it you know even though i'm not a religious person but i love listening about kind of, that kind of stuff it was, i mean it's quite interesting because yeah. you don't you didn't grow up that way you don't know mm-hmm. about you know you only hear a certain amount of things about other people's religion and whatnot too and so yeah. you only know minimal amount about it so yeah it's always i always like learning about it like um Dave knew a guy in his work that was is Mormon too, mm-hmm. and so he would. They have like specific underwear that they get. Yeah, and it's white. It has to be white, I think, Ooh, or something like that. White. Or I think so. <laughs> I could be wrong, and I'm sorry, but he said that he has to have a specific underwear, and they have it sent away to be blessed. Yeah, and that's the only ones that they can wear. Yeah. So it's very, you know, so interesting. Different things that. That's the thing is you be open-minded and you'll meet mm-hmm. so many different kinds of people that have done so many different things in their life. Yeah. Even uh, um, like our friend, our friend Kitty, um, she's very involved in the Catholic Church and she's very passionate about her um, her religion and mm-hmm. she will share with you everything that she believes in and she's like posting stuff on social media but she doesn't like you have to be this because this is the right way right right she's the she's the great example of like she you don't have to follow that religion or believe Mm -hmm. in it even to you know be her friend yeah she's totally accepting of no matter what you think exactly this is my this is my passion i'm very passionate about it so Mm -hmm. she wants to put it out there and that's great but it's like if you're her friend and you're not really like fully into it it's like well that's fine yeah, that's fine. She yeah. doesn't shove it down your throat either and be like, this is what, this yeah. is the way. Or we can't be friends because you're not of the same religion. You yeah. have the same beliefs. Yeah. So you don't be have to. Be like ha- Kitty. You be like Kitty. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be the same religion to have the same values. So. Mm-hmm. It's just my opinion. Yeah. It's. Have an open mind. That's what we need. Yeah. So we were talking about the negative wives. Yes. So there's. There's, like, a few of it. It's not just being negative about places and, you know, where you are and where you're going to be stationed. Mm-hmm. It's also about the – don't be, like, those wives that are having to be better than everybody else. Oh. There are, like, some people that are, like, serious Stepford wife, like, have to be – everything has mm-hmm. to be perfect. I'm this perfect, amazing male spouse. Nobody is perfect. 
Mm-hmm. You don't have to volunteer for all the things military-related if yeah. you don't want to. But by all means, get involved. Yeah. I, I encourage it. Get yourself in there, but it doesn't mean you have to... You don't have to do everything. No. You don't have to do them all. No. Don't feel the pressure. No. Because one per- there there are those spouses that I have met, too, that are so driven, and they are so dedicated to all, like, military spouse activities, volunteering, spouses club, st- uh, you know, kids' school, library, and, you know, doing mm-hmm. all, like, these – all those things. Anything that's out there for opportunity for them to volunteer for, mm-hmm. they're in it. And that's great that they have a lot of that motivation to do it. Yeah, but don't judge the ones that don't want to do that kind of stuff. There's some, right. there's some spouses that are just perfectly content not getting involved. Some of them don't even want anything to do with, like, their their husband's unit or shop. Or, or I'm sorry, I said husbands. I'm sorry. With their active duty spouses, they're, like, their unit or their shop or, you know, whatever – career field they're in Mm -hmm. they don't want anything some of them don't even go on like on base or post which is fine yeah that's you know that's kind of how they want to live their life and they don't really want to be a part of the military Mm -hmm. community which is fine yeah i also think you kind of need it a little bit but if you are good on your own anywhere you go there you are Mm yeah um also like the ones that are the spouse that's married to an active duty that's a little bit higher ranking than a younger spouse it's like instead of like towering over them it's like take them under your wing and like show them show them things be like oh well i was part of this program that helped me out with my confidence or i got involved in this one and i got recognized for this or whatever it's like maybe do that instead of you know, being all high and mighty. Yes. Don't be high and mighty. Don't be high and mighty. We be all humble. we were we were all there. We were all down there in the dumps together. <laughs> 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 We've all been there with our active duty spouse having sense <laughs> sense in the checkings account, be like, what are we gonna do? Yeah. Let's go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was talking to a the commander's wife the other day and she's super down to earth right and i can't remember what she said about her house and i said don't you have a butler <laughs> like i was joking she's like what it's like you're the commander's wife and then uh, she's actually uh, a military brat herself of uh, active duty enlisted so and then she went and she became a, a spouse and married an officer so it's like she's known both sides of the mm-hmm. of the what do you call it? Both sides. Yeah. She's both sides of it. Which I think is good. It's helpful to understand. I mean, honestly, yeah, officers are a little, I mean, they have higher leadership, but I mm-hmm. feel like everybody is still doing the same thing, Oh, absolutely. And know? so, yeah, and that's, and like if you encounter a spouse that's married to an officer, it's really disappointing when you meet them and they really do think they're high and mighty um, mm-hmm. I find that more with like the younger ones. I feel like, um, mm. no, mm, not for yourself. Yeah. Sometimes the older ones too, because they've been around for a while. And yeah, 
And I mean, I guess it comes with the territory because you do have to carry yourself a certain way. Right. You know, and I think that goes for any active duty spouse. They, you have to carry yourself a certain way because you're just, you're representing, um, you're representing the United States and in a, uh, an entity of the United States that is this highly regarded. And you really do have to behave a certain way and act a certain way. And some of us don't fit that peg. Me. (laughs) Some of us like to rebel. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's more fun that way. It's more fun. Mm -hmm. You can take the civilian out of the civilian world, but you can't take the civilian out. (laughs) That didn't work out like I wanted it to. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But for, like, me, for someone who didn't grow up in the military, I had no idea. I just wanted to be married to my husband. That's it. That's all I cared about. Yeah. You know? hmm And now I know a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you have to be this pristine and perfect and, like, always with, you know, on your husband, your spouse's arm and mm-hmm. being like, yes, I'm perfect and I do all these things and I'm spouse of the year yeah. and I did this. I and have I'm my shit together. key spouse and... I'm the key spouse mentor, and I do this, and I bake, and, you know. I do bake. I know, that's good. <laughs> but I'm saying you don't have to do all those things to be, to hold yourself. Yeah. You don't have to hold yourself to a high standard right. like that. But just also be mindful of mm-hmm. kind of what you represent. Too. Yeah. I've had, I had a, an encounter with an officer's wife one time. We were at a play group. I probably mentioned this before. And I was in there, and I was brand new to the play group. You know, I was, like, the first time I hadn't worked in a very long time, and I was staying home with my baby. And I took him to this play group at the gym, and I was trying to make mommy friends, you know. And I'm really inappropriate, like, <laughs> like with my conversation sometimes. And if I find someone that has the same sense of humor as me, like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to grab onto this person. Because, you know, I tend to say a lot of stupid shit all the time. But... And I was trying to find my niche among these moms. And I was like, maybe I can't be like this anymore. Maybe I have to be a certain way. I'm a mom now. <laughs> I'm a mama. I'm, like, I can't be saying bad words. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> but anyways, so I was talking to these ladies and we were getting along fine. And then one of them was like, oh, what is, what is your husband to? I said, oh, he's, he's a firefighter. And she goes, oh, he's enlisted. And I was like, Yeah. Like, he's been in for, like, like seven, seven years or something like that. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh. Instant she, change. She never spoke to me ever again. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. That's crazy. W- like, what? Why? I don't know. Just why? Yeah. There, like I said, there's really no difference between any of it. Mm-hmm. It's just different roles that they have to play in their career. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that affects you. That doesn't mean it affects, like, any of their spouses. No. It's just what they do for their job. She's not wearing her spouse's rank. Like, you shouldn't ever. You shouldn't. No, you Please. shouldn't. Please, you think you God, get, don't do that. I think you get enough perks without having to wear their rank. Right. As it is. So it's like, don't, come on. Get yeah. off of that high horse now. Before it books you right off, and you yeah. land on your noodle and crack it open. That's the thing. And I don't see it's empty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't like that at all. It's that goes along with being negative all the time. It's like you can't you can't limit yourself to friends of you know officer wives if mm-hmm. that's what you are. You can't limit yourself to 
Well, the husband's an E6, so I can only be friends with E6s are higher. No! No. Why? I don't know. That makes life so much more difficult and terrible, and then you'll have no friends. Yeah. Way to go, stupid. And then you'll get <laughs> pregnant and die. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of pregnant, there's a few uh, pregnant ladies in, in my husband's squadron right now. And I'm, like, so excited because I'm going to get to see all these babies, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they're, everybody's so young. And it's like, because we, we waited longer. And I was like, everybody's so young and they're all going to have these cute little babies. And I'm going to be the seasoned mother that gets to get in there and be like, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Here, <laughs> no, let me show you. No, I would never say that. And I told, I reached out to one of the firewives who's having a baby. She's young. And I said, so I said something about the sleep schedule because she's got all these intentions for the baby, right? And I was like, you have all these wonderful intentions, but just remember that that all those intentions are going to go out the door when that baby's born. Mm -hmm. You intended not to co-sleep, but it's like that baby will be stuck to your nipple all fucking night. Yeah. And then they'll be stuck to the other nipple Mm -hmm. all night. You try to pull away to put them in their bed. Nope. Nope. Guess who's awake again for they the rest op- of the night? And they open their mouth right away, and they're like, "Ah, oh, where'd it go?" And they're like searching everywhere, <laughs> like with their mouth open. <laughs> yeah, they latch on so fast after <laughs> they do that. <laughs> oh, and then they pull away, and you can tell when they're like milk drunk. They pull away, and they have a puddle of milk in their mouth. Yes, and their mouth is open. <laughs> Their eyes are rolling back in their yeah. head, and you're like, all right, I did yeah. that. Yeah, I did that. Let's go. Let's go. It's go time. Let's put him to bed. I can conquer anything now. Yes. Yes. Yes, you can, and you will. Mm-hmm. Good times. <laughs> Good times. And you'll be so sleep deprived, but you're going to be so happy and in love with that baby. Oh. <laughs> I want another baby. No, you don't. I don't. You don't, you don't want to do that again. No. I just cleaned up a a bunch of cracker packets from the car. Yes. Then uh, my son was like, can I take this in the car? It was a, that little paper game he had mm-hmm. this morning. And I was like, no, because I just picked up three wrappers. I was like, I'm pretty sure I only gave you guys two. And how was there three in there already? But I picked them up anyways. I was like, you guys always leave a mess in my car. And then Kyle is the one that's always telling me my car is a mess. And the other day, he left all his garbage in there. Like, he was snacking on cheese <laughs> cheese and, like, turkey cubes in the car. <laughs> he got him at the commissary on the way out, and he was eating them in the car. And he left this trash in the car and in the bag. And I was like, come on, Kyle. And then yesterday, he was eating on, like, pi- he was eating, like, dried pineapple pieces. And he left the, ra- the wrappers in there, too. I was like, why do you tell me my car is a mess? You're, like, you're one of the causes. Why He's the my problem. Car- yes, you. Kyle. The problem. You're the problem, Kyle. Yeah. I was like, can you pick up after yourself? And then I went to the gym yesterday when I came. Like, the house was semi-tidy, I guess. It wasn't, you know, clean or whatever. And I came back, and there's like, children have scissors. And Mm-mm. who provided these children with scissors? Mm-hmm. And glitter glue, Jen. No, oh, no. Glitter glue. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It's never a good thing when children have scissors. Or glitter glue. Any no. type of glue. Or just glitter in general. Or slime. Oh, my God. So much slime everywhere. I hate slime. I hate slime so much that it is banished forever from my house. The inventor of slime. I hope you burn in hell. Yeah. Whoever found out the mixture to make your own slime, I really hate you so much. Yes. 
because now companies have made their own packages of make your own slime and my daughter got one for her birthday uh-huh. one time and I didn't even let her make it. She doesn't <laughs> even know that she didn't ever make it because I threw it away. Yeah. Yeah. So, my, nope. my daughter has, uh, she requested the specific thing from my mother-in-law that poops out slime. Mm. It poops out slime. And I was so mad. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, I can't believe this. Like, I can't believe this is happening to me. <laughs> and then uh, I didn't I let, I didn't let her mix it. I didn't let her mix the slime. And then she had a, a friend over a few weeks ago. And they mixed it in her closet. Mm. So I go in there and there's, like, glitter everywhere and slime powder everywhere. And I wanted to cry. And there was slime that hadn't set yet. And it had, like, they had, like, dripped it across her carpet. So by the time I went up there to clean it, it was already setting. So, ugh, it angers me just thinking about it. I hate slime. Yeah, and I'm still finding glitter everywhere. Like, I'll find it in my bed sheets to this day. And it's been, like, it's been, like, a couple weeks. It was before before Christmas, so. And I'm still finding glitter everywhere. And, yes, I have changed my sheets since Christmas. (laughs) Don't worry. (laughs) Once a week I change them. But... Yeah, yeah. Um, slime is the death. I thought Play-Doh was really bad. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You, uh, yeah. At least Play-Doh dries and you can, like, you know, vacuum it up. Yeah. Mostly unless it gets, like, smashed into smashed your carpet. Smashed in there and then, then you then have to cut it out. But that's pretty water-soluble, so you can, like, wash it off with, like, soapy water. It's easier to get out of the yeah. carpet than slime. Slime, there's been clothes that have been ruined by it. And I, there's like, there's no coming back from it. Yeah, clothes, um, couches. My, yeah, couches. Carpet, just. Yeah, my life. Oh, my, my God. My life has been ruined by slime. Yes. Well, look at us being negative, Jen. Oh, no. no, I oh, mean. No. Oh, no, we went down the rabbit hole. Yeah. I mean, slime has ruined our lives, but it might bring you happiness. The one positive I can see out of it makes kids be creative without yeah. screens. There you go. Oh, that's true. They're at least doing something with their hands. That's true. And not watching TV. That's true. Unless they're watching YouTube. Unless they're watching somebody make slime. Make Which, slime. you know what? I will condone because if you're going to watch somebody <laughs> make the slime and not make the slime, that's fine. Yeah. They make the mess with slime. It's not in my house. Yeah. So just to recap, Jen, <laughs> we want you guys to not be that spouse, the negative that's going to shit all over everything Don't all the time. Don't shit on their good time. Yes. If you have, be happy for someone's cool assignment. Be like, I can't wait to hear your take on this. Uh, our friend Melissa, who's in Canon, she's like, ah. Kind of like, meh, whatever, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I'm pretty sure people talk a bunch of shit about the base that she's at. And just other bases. is like, don't go here. Don't go there. It's like, it's horrible. Don't tell people I mean, that. there's a reason why there's like top best and top worst bases. Cause yeah. It has a lot. It has all different kinds of reasons why they're good and bad. Mm-hmm. But it ultimately is your decision. It's, it's what you make of it. Mm-hmm. It's what you make of it. Yeah. Yeah. So don't hate on people's, you know, future assignments. Don't hate on their home home state or home country. No. Why would you do that? I Like, I understand if you don't like a certain place, but if you are introduced to somebody and they're like, oh, I'm from blah, 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 and you'll be like, oh, I really hate that place. <laughs> Why? Like, 
what's your point? Why? Okay. <laughs> what's your point? There goes a friendship that you're not going to have now. Yeah. It's like, like, great. Just keep your opinions to yourself. Yeah. I don't. I don't care that you hate my home state. Like, why? What's your What's your point? And then, and then, mm-hmm. what? Should I, should I like not claim that as my home state anymore? Like, I yeah. can't. I lived there my whole life. Sorry, should I be embarrassed that yeah. I'm from there? No, never. Be proud. Be proud. Don't start second guessing your uh, your opinions either. Just because somebody starts to shit all over something, okay? Yeah. Like, if you were are really excited about an assignment and people are like, oh, I was there and it was horrible. They didn't give me the right base housing. Um, the the carport was really small. and I didn't have a garage. <laughs> and the fridge was, you know, half the size of my huge, giant, two-door yeah. bottom freezer American fridge that I used to have. And, you know, yeah, don't start second-guessing yourself about it, though, either. Because mm-hmm. you can be excited. You'll ne- you never know until you actually get there what yeah. you'll be encountered with. Exactly. So don't don't start thinking just because somebody doesn't like something that you shouldn't either. Exactly. It might be your next favorite thing in the world. Yes. And you went in there with a closed mind. Mm-hmm. Or your closed mind is going to make it a horrible time. Yeah. You just never know. Never know until you try. Think of the positives that you did encounter while you were there. Yes. And then next time you meet somebody that's going to that same place, be like, this is what I encountered. Yeah. Share the negatives too, but be like, well, I had, you know, I had a bad experience with the house I was in. Maybe it was just the house yeah. that I was in or, you know, something like that. Maybe the the unit that your spouse, active duty spouse is in, maybe they weren't that great at the time. And now they will be. Mm-hmm. Maybe your spouse will be the one that makes the difference. Yeah. You or never know. Things can get turned around. Maybe you'll be the one that makes the difference for the better. Maybe. maybe. Hopefully. You should. Yeah. You should. Yeah, I think that would be good. Um, And I forgot what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't remember for you. It was there and then it went away. Flew away. Yeah. <laughs> Just be nice to everyone, too, okay? Just <laughs> that's be what nice. I, that's what I was telling my daughter this morning. I was like, be nice. If you mm-hmm. see somebody being mean to somebody, you'd be like, why are you being mean? Nobody likes rude people. No. And I was like, and then you go tell a teacher or ignore them. And it's like, go stick up for the little ones. Yeah. Stick up for your friends. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to raise good people. Always. Trying to be good people, raising good people. Yeah. You can only do so much. Mm-hmm. I can only do so much for you. Like, it's a lot for me to take on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to make your life better. You know, I'm really sorry. I gotta think about myself. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> ah! Oh, we went to an axe throwing thing on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. And I was, like, with a group of, of, of women that were all part of the squadron and they were all having so much fun. And I was like, this is what it's about, like, finding a community. And, like, we don't all have, you know, things in common. And we may not, like, hang out outside of events like that. But we all found common ground. And it was really fun. And everybody was having such a good time. And everyone was in a good mood. And I was like, this is what it's about. Like, how fun is this? And uh, some of us didn't do that great throwing the axe. I did all right. I didn't do that bad. I came in third. 
and uh, and they still we still had a great time yes that is what it's all about it's about finding that community and even if yeah like you don't see each other you don't actually hang out outside of those types of things it's still like getting together and like bonding at least yeah knowing that there's you know those other people out there that are in your situation and Mm -hmm. they know the type of things you have to go through it's it's really nice having an open mind with other people. It doesn't mean you have to be friends with them afterwards and hang out with them all the time. But, mm-hmm. you know, now that you, like, have seen them, especially if they're new or something, then you can at least, if you see them out of the commissary or something, you can say, oh, hey, hi, how's it going, you know, yes. type of thing. It's the same thing when I went on that spouse's retreat. I was nervous as hell because I didn't know a single person. Yeah. I had no idea who any of anyone was. But I went... And I conquered my fear. (laughs) Good for you. And it was great because they were all so nice. And it was, I had a hard time because that's not what I expected at all. Yeah. Because of the fact that I've met so many negative military spouses throughout wherever we've been. But you see, you didn't let that get you down. You're like, well, I don't want to go because I I don't want to meet any negative or, you know, encounter any negativity from any right. other spouse and so you when you put yourself out there yep and the universe delivered yeah it worked out like i wasn't you know most of the most of the women knew each other they were already really bonded they are, had good friendships mm-hmm. and stuff too but they still were very open and including and and whatnot too so it was really nice and so i'm Sure, I'm not, like, the best of friends with anyone, and that's totally fine, but right, I got yeah. to hang out with some new women. I got to see, like, their perspective couple more mill-to-mill spouses as well. Oh. And, um, you know, they shared struggles and stuff they've gone through in life, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's really nice. Mm-hmm. And we all had a good time. And so if I see them out in the street, I'll be like, oh, hey, how's it going? Yeah. And um, not look down at them and be like, mm, I don't yeah i don't need to be your friend <laughs> like mm, yeah you don't have to be my friend yeah no i don't like your face yeah we only hang out with blue-eyed people oh darn it <laughs> i'm out yeah no brown-eyed people i don't like them brown eyes i don't like the brown eyes yeah so yeah. it's it's really nice you know just to have an open mind like that too you never know you might make a new friend that way too yeah if you have a hard time you have a hard time making friends at a new place. Put yourself out there. Yes. Do the things. Yes. I say that all the time. You will like... find good people. Don't be scarred by past um, negative experiences that you've had. Mm-hmm. I know I've had bad experiences with the Spouses Club before, so that's kept me away from it. Mm-hmm. But I know that I should at least give it another shot, especially when we move. It's a new place. New people, mm-hmm. they're not going to all be the same. You could start all over again. Yeah, that's what we do a lot. We do that a lot, yeah. So, was that you? No. I feel like someone's knocking. Did you hear that? Yeah. I'll be right back. So, yeah. <laughs> I think we, we went on a lot about what not to be. Yeah. Here we are. Here we are you again. Are. <laughs> Here we are again, guys. Um, Jen... Tell us about your little holiday you took with your husband. Mm. So I got the opportunity to go on a little getaway trip with my husband. It's our 10-year anniversary. Uh-huh. I feel it's still, like, blows my mind, like, especially being in 2020 and 
it just blows my mind that a whole new decade is starting. Yeah. I don't, like, I can't get over it. Yeah. And For I, yourself and yeah. for the actual year. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, for me, yeah. So, so much has happened that last decade. Mm-hmm. You, you don't even realize it until all of a sudden it's gone and you're starting a new one. And, oh, my God. Yeah. You had children. I had two kids. <laughs> And marriage and deployments and TDYs. And it's like, it's crazy to think of all the stuff that's happened just in 10 years. And looking Mm -hmm. at it now, it's like, it seems like such a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so for our 10 year anniversary, we got to go to Barcelona. Yeah. The lovely Veronica watched our children, so we didn't have to have kids. (laughs) I didn't watch them. I let them run amok. Good. But, yeah, it was awesome getting up whenever we wanted to and Mm -hmm. having breakfast whenever we wanted to and only eating for two people and not four and... Not having to chase children down. Not have to, like... like, (laughs) Yeah, talk them off the ledge of a meltdown or... Calm down! Yeah. (laughs) Why are you crying? Hear them complaining about the cold because it was kind of chilly. Yeah. So I could complain about the cold. And Bye. not listen to anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. That's it was awesome. Amazing. It was beautiful there. Yeah. I loved it. The culture. The food. The food. Oh, my God. There's, like, we had a lot of tapas. Mm-hmm. And this one, I forgot what it's called, but it's these potatoes. Oh, yes. <gasps> I know exactly what you're talking about. Is it, like, the, the spicy ones? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dave's like, you need to make the sauce to put on your potatoes that you make. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. And I think it's probably ones. super simple to make. Yeah. But it was, like, one of their top things. That, one of the top, top tapas. Top tapas. <laughs> top tapas that you got to eat. Yeah. They were so good. Oh, oh, we got those every time. Sangria and just wine and... Yeah, the beer we had um, there. Barcelona has a brewery there, mm. and they make one. I think it's called a Australia, Australia, uh, you know, something like that. But it was really good. It's uh-huh. like a lager, so okay. It was quite interesting. Yeah, it was a big city though too. So we didn't expect how big Barcelona was. Yeah, but we took the bus a lot when we were there yeah 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 we did we just did the hop on hop off bus Mm -hmm. just to take us to all the sites we wanted to go to and uh yeah Mm -hmm. this is interesting yeah we took the city bus Mm -hmm. and then our son was only like four months old so we we walked a lot just because we had him in like the moby wrap yeah so he would be nice and cozy in there and then yeah we sat at the park in front of the 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 big church there mm-hmm. and we didn't want to go in because the line was huge and yeah. i was like no thank you constantly it yeah. doesn't it's still not better so we sat outside in the park that's right across from a really pretty park on the benches and there was this guy making giant bubbles soap bubbles and mm-hmm. we watched them like in the trans while i, I nursed nice yeah <laughs> it was a good time yeah it was, a, it was a, uh probably the first time that he had been on an airplane that we had taken him on an airplane or we had been on an airplane with a little one I think that was the first trip. No, no, no. We had gone. We went somewhere. We went to Germany with him. In the car, though. Mm-hmm. That was not fun. Because <laughs> I couldn't nurse him, you know, yeah. in the car. Be like, pull over. I got a nurse. 
of screaming child. Not fun. No. Anyways, I'm hungry. Food. (laughs) Food drives us. It does. It's our positive, positive uh, thing that we get out of everywhere we go. (laughs) It is. What kind of food? Yeah. England mm, doesn't have that great of food, but their breakfast I really like. Yeah. I have not tried a minced pie because to me a pie is supposed to be sweet. Why is there meat in this one? <laughs> I haven't had the meat ones. I yeah, did I have the I ones can't. over Christmas. They were the they had the fruit in them. Like I haven't had a meat one though. Like chicken pot pie? I mm-mm, can't. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I can't. I was like, why is there chicken and veggies in this thing? Mm-hmm. I was like and gravy and just a terrible crust. It's chicken pot pies are gross. I don't. I can't. I just can't. I, it's not Ugh. something that I wish to try. Be like, yeah, everything else I feel like I want to try. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not missing out, I promise. <laughs> yeah, it's like just this is not just not like a shepherd's pie. I'll eat that. That That's is good. so good. There's a lot of potato on it and mm. veggies and the meat. Oh yeah, I'll eat that any That's day. That's a perfect kind of pie. Yeah, you don't take this crust where I would normally put apples and stick chicken in it. No, and gravy and peas and carrots yeah. and it doesn't taste good. Yeah, <laughs> there's no joy in making a pot pie. An apple pie, yes. You prepare your apples and you mm. peel them and you make a nice caramel sauce for them. What did you do for that chicken? You <laughs> Did you go out and kill it yourself? She butchered that chicken. You butchered that chicken and then picked the corn. It's like, I, I don't know what to do with these rotting vegetables in my fridge. Let's <laughs> just yeah. stick them in with the chicken and have this old pie crust. Maybe that's exactly how it came about. It was just like, I have all these things that are about to go bad. Yeah. Let me all put it together in, in a pie. That's how you come up with anything, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If but you, it's not good. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had one. No, I don't really care to have one. Mm-mm. But. But I'm hungry now. I'm always hungry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm always hungry. My husband cooked last night for the kids while I was at the gym. And he made chicken i don't know what he put on it it was pretty good though he just like baked it and then made these noodles it was like a boxed noodle salad thing that he and my son absolutely loves like every time he's like oh my god it's the clam noodles because it's you know they look like little clams yeah he's like it's the clam noodles and he wants to eat the whole thing by himself like the whole box so he gets a pretty big helping and then i came home from the gym and i sat down and i was on the phone with my mom i was like i'm hungry and i was trying to eat and he's like, can I can I get some of your clam noodles? I was like, didn't you already eat, you monster? Leave my to... leave my portion alone, okay? Yeah. I ended up having to give him a few little forkfuls of it. I was like, all right, those little turds. Yeah, I was like, well, because you're so cute and funny. Yeah. Oh, the other day we were coming back from the uh, we went to a pantomime on on Friday night. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know how, what a pantomime is, it's uh, here in the UK. They're very popular and they're plays. Their their own spin. They take they do their own spin on a play. So they they the one on Friday was Peter Pan, and the main character is usually played by the opposite sex, right? Mm-hmm. So Peter Pan was played by a female, and then uh, they made Tiger Lily one of the other main characters who was played by a man, and they're really silly and they get interactive with the audience. It's super fun. I loved it, and we took the kids, and I forgot the point of my story. Oh. <laughs> On the way back, we kind of broke the law because Kyle rode with some friends on the way there. So we had enough in in Kyle's truck. We had enough room for me, the driver, and all four kids. 
And on the way back, I was like, well, I don't want to, um, I don't want to inconvenience anybody by having them to drive uh, Kyle back to the house since they already picked him up. And I was like, how about we just let my son sit on my lap and I, I'll put the buckle over him. And it wasn't, it wasn't a far drive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we're just going to have to do that. Like, so we did. And I sat in the back with the three kids, the three younger kids. And your daughter sat in the front with Kyle, mm-hmm. which is perfectly legal in the UK, by the way. Yes. If you ride in the front seat. It's weird, weird, but it's true. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. And so they were being super silly. There was a lot of penises and balls flying around. <laughs> Not literally, the words themselves. And I had to, like, shut it down a few times. But then my son started saying something about the car. And he's like, down there in the engine bit. <laughs> I was like, you're so British. In the engine bit. <laughs> And your son and I were dying laughing because he's an engine bit. Yeah. And so it became a joke for the rest of the, the evening. It was like the engine bit. <laughs> the car. Yeah. The British British lingo that they have here. Yeah. And I was like, it's sticking to him. It's like, I can't wait to see what the next duty station does to him. Yeah. Yeah, we're like, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go? And he's like, Texas. I was like, why Texas? He's like, I don't know. He likes his five-gallon hats. And those five-gallon hats, and he was on a horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the really... He ride a horse yeah. everywhere. Yeah. He probably wouldn't. I bet he'd be terrified of one. <laughs> Horses are terrifying. Okay? You know what? They're huge, and, you know... They could just book you off. They're unpredictable. At, at any moment. Yeah, they're unpredictable. They're beautiful and majestic, and I like to see them and maybe pet one. But, but they're temperamental. Yeah. You just never know. Be like, I'm tired of you riding on my back all the time, you fucking freeloader. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have a vehicle that does this for you faster and more comfortably? No. Yes. This is way better. They have cars named after horses. Horsepower. Speaking of cars named after, you know what I saw the other day on the motorway? A Mustang. A, le- a right-hand drive Mustang. Yeah. Uh, I could not believe my eyes. And I was like, I thought they were just American-made cars. I, I thought so, too. I saw one in Barcelona. Did you really? Not a right-hand driver, but still, like, yeah. in Barcelona, I was like... No, this oh, one was a right-hand know that drive. They made those anywhere else. Yeah, I thought it, this was a right-hand drive, and I like yeah. it was like, what am I seeing? And I like was texting cause like I just saw a right-hand drive Mustang. I was like, they're on the wrong side. They're on the wrong side. <laughs> it's beautiful though. Yeah, I have a, a sweet spot in my heart for Mustangs because it's my first car, and I love it. Yeah, I still love it. Yeah, but that, and I've seen like um, Jeep Jeep Wranglers too. Right-hand drive one. Yeah, so I didn't know they had that either. Yeah. When we first got here, I was we were looking for a car, and I came across a Tahoe, a Chevy Tahoe. Like, that car is giant, right? It was a right-hand drive. Really? Yeah. It was, like, in London, so it's probably one of those, like, official cars for oh, yeah. something. I didn't think they would make those. Yeah, I didn't think so either. Because the Range Rovers alone are huge. Yes. But they're still narrow enough that they, they fit. fit. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, my car, my American car, is wider than a, a Range Rover, yeah. I think. I had to take the truck downtown on Friday, mm-hmm. and I was terrified. 
I was like, at one point, I'm like trying to, right after I got the, got off the motorway and I was trying to navigate through the streets and like your daughter's trying to say something to me. And I don't know what she was saying to this, to this day. I still yeah. don't know. Because I was like focused on where I was. I was like, I'm so nervous driving this giant car. Yeah. It's like, we don't know where to park it. In those tiny streets. Yeah. But it was fine. I know. You, you did it. I did it. Look at that. It was terrifying. It was very terrifying. But you did it. And then I made Kyle drive on the way back as I had my child on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> I broke the law. It's okay. Don't tell on us. Yeah. I fought the law and I won. The law didn't win. I won. The law did not win tonight. Yeah. Don't tell on me. Please. I didn't endanger my child. We had the seatbelt on. And it was either that or inconvenience somebody. I don't know. Anyways, here we are. Here we are again. There you are. There you go. Yeah. I don't have much to say. No? <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> I'm done talking. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. That was good times. Great. I hope you all enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Tell us where they can reach us, Jen. Oh, yes. You can get at us at dependesplaining at gmail.com. We love to hear your emails and your questions and comments and answers yeah. and I don't know, if you want to correct us on something mm-hmm. or just have your input, mm-hmm. we love it. You can also get at us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're there and we'll listen. Yeah. Um, we had a lovely um, listener post something really sweet on Facebook for us. We had, yes, we had a really nice review and she was super sweet and we love him. Keep on coming. Mm-hmm. Rate and subscribe us as well. Our lovely friend Lauren left us a beautiful review on Facebook. And it says, love their podcast. I'm learning so much as a new military spouse, but they are so funny and just entertaining to listen to. Thank you. That's what we strive for. That's all we really we care about. <laughs> to make you laugh and entertain you, even if we're wrong, which I'm pretty sure like 72% of the time we're wrong. Right. Oh, yes. That's what I said, too. 60% of the time, it works every time. Every time. I'm almost positive that because I read this on the internet. Yeah. That it's right. I'm almost positive it's 100% right. Yeah. I read on the internet. Everything I I know, I read on the internet. The internet is all-knowing, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Duh. <laughs> but that's all we want. We want you to be entertained yeah. and get some information out of it too. That's what we hope that you're getting some decent information if you didn't know about a certain thing and yeah. then also having fun with us as well. Yeah. Like we're right there with you. Email us. Conversations. Yeah. Email us any questions or ideas for topics that you guys want to listen to us talk about. If you want to listen to us butcher that topic (laughs) we're really good at that too extra fun we're hoping to have Lindsay uh in a couple weeks whenever whenever the holiday is for her because she works a lot maybe next episode Lindsay is like a chicken with her head cut off currently (laughs) she's running around trying to look for her pants Mm -hmm. and trying to keep a stack of dishes on her shoulder, neatly stacked. Mm-hmm. With a water jug on top of her head. As she's trying to sign the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, with her foot. <laughs> That's Picture that. See it in your mind? 
that's Lindsay right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're right there behind her cheering her on. <laughs> yeah, we're we're like, you can do it. You got this, girl. Yeah. So hopefully she'll be here in the next, maybe next episode, maybe the one following. We'll see what crazy shit comes out of her mouth, which is very entertaining. Which is always something. Always something. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all we have for today. I hope we gave you guys a different outlook on how to present yourself and how to perceive others that are negatives. Negative Nancy's. Negative Nelson's. (laughs) (laughs) Negative. Mm. (laughs) I was going to say something. Nope. Yes. Yes. Nope. Say it. Mm -mm. Nicholas. 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 Negative. Nina. Oh, Nina. Negative Nina. Nicholas. Nancy. Nooner. Niner. Forty-niner. Nicholas. Nicholas. What other name starts with N? I don't know. Nothing. Oh, that starts with N? Yeah. What other name starts with N? Besides Nancy and Nicholas and Nina. Natasha. Oh, there you go. Yep. Yeah. Anyways. That's it. Anyways. That's all we got. That's all we got for you. Yeah, send us your end names. <laughs> mm-hmm. Noon. By noon. <laughs> In November. <laughs> uh, I need coffee. You need coffee. Let's go. Everybody, get in the car. <laughs> gonna burn to the ground ah! anyways we're gonna go get coffee we're gonna get in the car let's go right now <laughs> and um i hope to see you there yeah because wherever you go there there you, you are, are.